am blessing you with my presence, putting pressure on the things that are against you. I am calling you to the place of the crushing of your enemy. I am for you and not against me, but your distortion of vision has failed to enable you, able you, or you have failed to be able to see. I am enabling you today to hear what I have to say. I am enabling you today to see what I want you to see. I am enabling you today to walk free, walk free, walk free, walk free. Walk free. Yes. Not like you define it, but as I have decreed to be so. He who the Son has made free. He who the Son has made free. He who the Son has made free is free indeed. Indeed. He who the Son has made free. Everybody will see. He who the Son has made free is free. Is free. Indeed. And that means. Hallelujah. 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 H
That's where we go. We go to release. We come to set the captives free. Our scriptural uh, area would be Luke chapter 4. It's also Isaiah 61. We had so much fun on this prayer call that I was on last night. We sang. I mean, we sang psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. We made melody in our hearts to God. We admonished one another, encouraged one another, prayed for the nation, prayed for all the, the, the assignments, you know, our president uh, and the nation, our apostle and all the other ministers. We prayed and we praised and we sang and we laughed for all of you. We went where the heart of God took us, and that was fun. I did not know my brother Frederick sang show tunes, and the boy was singing it. You hear me? It was so much fun. In the spirit room, Christina, when she reads scripture, she sounds like that little storyteller that you all love, and little boys and girls come and hear the story about the Lord Jesus Christ. And in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formed. And that's how she does it. And the lyrical sound of the story opens up something in us to receive on a different level from, welcome, and we will now begin to speak God. <laughs> and then Soshi and Leslie and others, you know, Carlita, Sing it with a little bit of a patois. And I'm telling you, she was singing scripture. And first she tried to sing it, you know, in a boring way, but Carlita doesn't like to be bored. And so it was boring for her. And it's like, come on, just do it the way you really do it. And when she released it that way, Frederick got in there, you could almost see the head bobbing. And it was like, you can see the Holy Ghost going, I like this. I like this. And that's what he told us at the end. I like this. I like that you're enjoying me with my word. My God. Yes, yes, yes. I like that you're seeing my word as a songbook. And they were singing out of Isaiah, or the Psalms, Ephesians, Colossians, wherever we were. Romans. Who can sing a song? Oh, wow. Yes, exactly. Romans 8. And oh, Leslie no, brought that with she yeah, brought yes. forth, there was, there was singing, there was gladness, there was joy, there was release. Oh, and there was discovery, there was discovery on top of us discovery yes, yes. about who he is and how much fun he is. And we are all covered by the, this meeting is housed in the protection of the secret, being in the secret place of the Most High God. Amen. We know that we abide stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. Yes. And I've got like three things I think to release this morning. So let's just wait for them. I'm not in a hurry. Everything that needs to be said will be said. Yes. And what you need will be delivered to Growing up, um, I didn't want to speak in public ever, ever. My form of pride was what we refer to as being shy. 
I was proud of them. But I thought that the lingo that they spoke, that church talk, I didn't, I didn't know how to do it. And even after years and years of doing it, it wasn't that I couldn't repeat it, it's that I, I didn't really have it in me. It didn't, I didn't know how to make it true in those days because the words were spoken so traditionally that I didn't, I didn't at that time know that you can take words that others use for tradition and you can make them real. So they would say, first giving honor to God. And then they used to have all the preachers, the ministers, which I always found uncomfortable, sitting behind you. You know, so they're never seeing you. They're only watching you. And, and so it just makes for some interesting moments, you know. And then they would say to the ministers and to the, you know, this and and, and that's actually all I remember about how that went. But yes, first, giving honor to God yeah. and worship to God and praises to God and thanks to me. In this moment, we just had a moment. Hallelujah. But we're in another one now. So in this moment, for what is to come forth for this part, we give you oh thanks. God, oh God, oh God. And we honor you. Oh, Father, you know, I've got so many really great things. I just can't wait to tell oh, hallelujah, people. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But you show and tell. And you minister to hearts and minds and emotions. And all of the things that are trying to play in people even now. But you have a word for that. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You have peace that surpasses our understanding. You have joy that is impossible to staunch. You have abilities oh, yes, that yes, we yes. have never known about. Yes. Because we never saw you that way. My God. We want your peace and your joy, yes, and your provision, yes. But do you want you? Yeah, sounds like a show. Yes. We have your peace, yes. Yes. And your joy, yes. Yes. And your deliverance, yes. When we want you, yes. Yeah. So we want you today. Yes. In every single way. We want you today as you choose to manifest. We want you in your glory. We want you in your power. We want you in your sweetness. We want you in your love for us. We want you in every way that you manifest yourself. For then we will know that we have been with God, in God, 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 with God, in God. For only when we're in you can we release from you. And when we 
Everything goes. What I'm doing is it's published throughout the earth. That God is up to something else. Good. Deliverance. Freedom. Power. Anointing. Provision. And everything else that's good. In His glory. His glory. In your glory. In your glory. We worship you. Next group, fill it in, make it three. 
make it three. And when you can't fit in the aisle, you can start going to parentheses. Three, three in a row. Next row, four. Come on. Step back. Here. Fill it in, folks. Fill it in. Come on, dude. Fill it in. <laughs> Do I have three in one row? Yes. You need to be, come you need out. to be, yeah, come on out. Come on, come there, on there you go. Three, four. You didn't even bother nobody to touch us. No, it's okay. Really nobody in here has disease or sickness that they can give to anybody. So That's can't right. That's right. We, 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 we are can't free. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> what is happening? Now, those of you that are the, in the back row, spread out just a bit. Spread out. Spread out. There you go. Okay, next row, spread out a little bit, but not as far. What you're doing is you're coming in formation. Flanking the person in the front, and everybody's filling it out like a wingspan. That's what this basic idea is. I know that the aisle is kind of narrow, like a wingspan, but everybody is in the same place and actually in the same vehicle. All right. That's how we stay in formation, and that's how we stay in unity. You're not standing in the place of the front person, but you are standing where you're standing, and where you are in that moment is in place of significance. Yes. It matters. You never diminish in value. That's right. You never diminish in significance. That's right. Hallelujah. Okay, thank you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Never. Hallelujah. When you think that you have diminished in value, when never. you start thinking nobody loves me, nobody cares, and all the things that Satan says, I want you to think this stuff. And Satan says to you, I want you to meditate on, on the things that I say because I don't want you to think about the things God says. Shut it down and think on what God says. You never diminish in value. Never. That's it. You can't. Hallelujah. Because the blood of Jesus would have to have lost its value. Yeah. You see, you're worth blood to God. Hallelujah. So you never diminish. You say, well, I don't have my job anymore. I got booted out of this. This happened to me. That never changed your value in That's the eyes right. of God. Glory to Jesus. But it may have changed your value in your own sight. Right. And when that happens to you, and you're right for attack. And I'm going to share a little bit of a story about that. See, in the, the scripture talks about this uh, in the book of Numbers. Um, when they said, when he told them to go to spy out the land, and they did. And then they came back and they said there were giants in the land. And in Numbers 13, he says, we saw the giants, the sons of Anak of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers and so we were in their sight now that scripture there's a lot of negative and uh, I guess you could say positive power it just depends on which end you feed from when they said that we saw the giants in the land they had an opportunity to say but we can take them but they decided to sit in the misery of comparison. Yeah. Come on, oh, bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Comparison is a mess. Ooh, yeah. it's nasty. Yeah. Woo! Did you know God never ever compares himself to Satan? <laughs> never. Don't worry about it. 
but he's constantly trying. And those of you, y'all old enough, I know many of you were in the little dark corners in those places in those days. And when the lights came on, it was like backpedaling like you had never seen before. And that's what Michael Jackson got that moonwalk from. People were oh, 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 hold up. I, I didn't know I was talking to you. I require it to be human, okay? So forget it. No. So all of that kind of stuff, you've been there. Well, that's what the devil is like, that thing that sounds good in the dark, but doesn't right. so good when the light turns on. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna keep the light on. Yeah. Say yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Good. So here, Numbers chapter uh, thirteen, it says that when they were told to go into the land, that they came in and they, you know, Caleb and jo uh, Joshua and the rest of the other ten, we're gonna go in and we're gonna spy it out. The whole point of it was to do the survey to determine how we're gonna take it. We're looking for the areas of weakness. And frankly, I'm gonna tell you as a short person, sometimes you got a big advantage over somebody that's tall. There's a lot of things you can do uh, that a tall person cannot reach you fast enough. <laughs> you run right underneath them and keep going. <laughs> they got to turn around first, okay? So <laughs> there's a lot of things you can do if you, if, if you had to look at it that way. They were to spy out the land to observe the weak points, the entries. We want you to see how they operate. You're supposed to be surveying them to watch when they get up, when they get down, when when they uh, go to rest, when they go to, for water, how do they operate? Because you're going to conquer them. That's what the point was. But instead, they got stuck with they're bigger than us. They didn't realize they forgot. It didn't occur to them, wait a minute, it has never mattered how many of us there were. God was able to defeat a Pharaoh. God is able to do, to lead us by fire. He led us by fire and by cloud. So there's nothing about this scenario that's any more impossible than it was to get all of us out of Egypt. So they looked at the situation, they looked at the giants, and they looked at themselves, but what they never did is look at God. And when they did look at God, it was from their flesh, from their weakened place. Yeah. From their own personal recognition of their own weakness, they looked at God and said, since I can't, he can't. So Caleb stilled the people before, before Moses and he said, let's go at once and let's possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Mm. We are able to overcome, and you know in the book of Revelations it says, to he who overcomes, you're going to get a crown. And that crown is starting to look better and better to me all the time now, because I realize that when he says, I want you to overcome that he has put himself in me so that I can. That's yeah. It means to prevail, to endure. You have power. You're going to be able to do it. You're able to take this. You're able to accomplish what God said. But there's some pieces that have been missing. So I'm going to speak to those of you, those of us, that God has shown you enormous amounts of money, and it just seems about as far away from you right now as walking to the moon would. You know, it's like, I know men have gotten there, but but they, nobody walks there. So how would I be able to get, you know, to the moon? It just seems, it would be an impossible thing, you think, and that's how the money seems. Actually, it would be easier to get to the moon, maybe, than to acquire the things. And, and so I'm gonna say something to you, and, and, and I want you to understand that that thought there squeezes you. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it it makes you uptight. Mm -hmm. 
and you start to stress over what you were never asked to perform. When he says, I will do, he never said, I want you to do it for me. He says, I will do it. This is what I'm going to do. And then you start tripping over what God's going to do. That God never said to you, I want you to do it. He said, I want to prosper you. I did not tell you to prosper yourself. I want you to learn the way of uh, release, of receiving, and uh, of expansion that is not anything that you can learn from Carnegie or Harvard or Joe's teaching school down the road. You can't learn it from the people in the streets if the people in the streets don't know me. Right. Okay? You with me so far? Yes. Do you want this? Yes. Yes. And it's going to make it even better. So the men that went up with him, they said, we, we, we'd be, we're not able to do this against the people for they're stronger than we are. Now, see, there it is again. That's a comparison. How do you know they're stronger than you? Right. You don't know their weaknesses. You only know yours. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're gauging your known weakness against their apparent strength. And you have lost the fight before you ever started. That's it. Can you see it? And what happens is, is that things that they'll say, when David went against Goliath, Goliath, before he ever got there, Israel was taunted every day. What was it, three times a day, Goliath would get up, what, four times a day, three times a day, get up and yell the same things at them. And they took what he said and believed it. And when that happened, they traded their true identity for what this one had given. And, 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 and so they're like, we can do this. But they told, no, they brought up an evil report. They brought an anti report. They brought up all the reasons why this is not going to work. And we're not, they brought reasoning, human reasoning, flesh, mm-hmm. understanding, natural um, um, inability. They brought that to the table. They brought their loneliness. They brought their sadness. They brought their nobody loves me, nobody cares. They brought their nobody understands me. They brought all of that stuff to a fight. Yeah. <laughs> the, you mean the land that God said he was giving you? Oh, yeah, it's bad for us. 
Wow. Your job, are we talking about the promised land? The real estate everybody in the country and the world fights over right now? To try to take it from you? Right. Well, yeah. But you have a promise. They don't. They're occupying your promise. You have anointing oh to get my them God. out yes. because it doesn't yes. belong to them. It belongs to you. You have, you have owner's rights. You've got the law of God working for you. You've got backup. You've got two legs to stand on. They do not. They simply occupy because you won't. How? Right? So you see somebody else driving your freedom, living your this. It's like at least you think they're living your life. They're not living your life. You're not living your life. Nobody's living it until you do. This is really awesome. Yep. Okay. Yes, it is. We'll get to it. So we saw, they said, um, we saw the giants. That's what happened. We saw the giants. We saw the sons of Anak. Have you heard of Anak, Moses? Do you not know what we're talking about here? We're talking about giants in the land. And so we saw them, and we know what we really look like in our own sight. We're grasshoppers. They're giants. You know what giants do to grasshoppers, Moses? Do you know how to kill a grasshopper? When you're a giant, any way you want to. <laughs> and if we see ourselves as grasshoppers, and they're giants, you know they see us as grasshoppers too. We just beat them to the punch, which tells me they were melancholy people in there. <laughs> I'm going to say about me before you get cheap. Is that the melancholy? Is that the word? Okay. All right. So we were in their sight. And... All of the congregation then lifted up their voice, chapter 14, and they cried and they wept. We are not going to be able to make it. We have failed before we started. There are giants in the land that are hindering us. We're never going to have the victory because you see what they get to do. Just not going to make it. Do you see what we have? Look at what we work with. Look at my children. How are we ever going to do this, right? All night. It just makes you want to slap somebody. It's like, hey, I wasn't even there, I know, but this is so annoying. And then what they do? They woke up, haven't had any sleep, and they murmured. I'll tell you what, we never asked to come out here anyway. <laughs> Everything was all right. I mean, we had, I mean, we had all this other stuff. Who actually said, and I mean, you know, a bunch of people, we, 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 that Aaron, that Aaron. He always was arrogant. And that Moses, <laughs> he wasn't even around. I mean, do you even remember? Blah, 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 Those are the things you say about yourself right. and others when you feel inadequate. Say, I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be slow enough. I'm forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> said to them, now this is the wrong unity, they are in formation, but in the wrong form. Okay? Oh, if God had only, if only with God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or that we had died in the wilderness, and wherefore has the, he brought us here to fall by the sword, and that our wives and children should be prey, it was better for us to go back to what we knew, 
And then they said, let's just make somebody else a captain. Let's go back. Let's just get rid of this leadership and lead ourselves back to where we came from. And they went, and obviously nobody's thinking, because Egypt is not going to welcome you back with open arms. There's a lot of husbands that died, <laughs> and they're waiting for you, baby. But they're not thinking. Okay, so Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation. See, that's what leadership does. Immediately get to your face. Because these people are about to die. Okay. Jesus. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh of them that searched the land they rent their clothes and they spoke and they tried to convince them and they kept saying all these things they said don't rebel because this is called that's the bottom line of this all that stuff you do I do we do when we feel inadequate when we feel all the feelings that we feel and we start murmuring against God we have entered into a place called rebellion when you say that you are so stressed out you just can't do stuff and God has told you, you have authority over stress. You are in rebellion. Come on. You see what I mean? Because you have what it takes to change the circumstance, and you won't do it. That's it. That's oh it. That's fact. That's true. Oh that's fact. That's fact. That's true. That's fact. That's true. That's fact. That's fact. That's true. It is. It is. I ain't lying. It's the truth. I don't appreciate the truth. Yes, you do. Well, then, then it's the truth. It's the truth and the whole truth. And I spoke it with my own tooth. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's the truth. You have the power and ability to overcome the nasty moves that try to hang on you like bad breath or an ugly outfit or something. You have the ability, the power, the authority, and the yes, right, yes, as well yes, as the yes, command yes. of God, to I get do, it I off do, you. I do. That's I what do, you're I supposed do. to do. I so will, all of this, womp, yum, see the pyramids, and I'm sad. I'm sad. This is sad. You don't even stand. Well, can you stand right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too sad to stand. How about if I kick you? Would that help you a little bit? No. no. I'll lay down. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just weaken the other leg. I just rest. No, you don't. See, I want to. Uh, no, you, I, I'm, I'm just always so tired. You're tired because you keep it. You see. I'm tired, and you send it forward. I'm always tired, you send it forward. I'm just, I, I just keep sending it forward. And everywhere, everywhere you walk, there it is waiting for you. There it is waiting for you. It's waiting for you because you spoke it forward. You spoke it into the future. You know, when I get off work tomorrow, I'll be too tired. Well, prophesy that if you want to. Hey, you want to go do that? Well, you know, I don't think so because I'm going to work and then I'm going to be tired. Did you hear what you said? What? I told the truth. No, you prophesied a lie. That's it. You could just as easily say, yeah, I think I can do it. I'm going to take about 15 minutes to rest and recoup, and then I'll be ready to go. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because I'll get my second wind or third wind or ninth wind or whatever it is. You've been conditioned by the world to see your life a certain way. Conditioned by the world, trained, if you will, to think about yourself a certain way. But God's not thinking it about you. Therefore, you can change it. That's right. All right? Now, here's my story. Um, I said all that because I was talking with one of the, I love these Bible studies. I praise God for these women 
oh God, did I get to do these Bible studies where I learned so much from them. And we would talk, I was talking, in, in every conversation, they happen over Thursdays and Fridays is typically when I do them, sometimes on Tuesdays. But Thursdays and Fridays are usually, it's like they're very filled days. And, 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 and Thursday is just like 10 a.m. prayer call, then 11 o'clock Bible study thing, which goes usually to about 1230, and then I go into two o'clock Bible, uh, Bible study. So I have that hour or so in between. And you would think, my God, you just get, no. You, you, you get, the refreshing comes from those conversations. Yes, yes, yes. As we're spending that time. And so Thursday is Soshi Day and Leslie Day. And uh, uh, Friday is um, Angela Day. And sometimes we're, we're trying to fit Carlita back into the schedule. But those are the four people. And then I've got, I think it's going to be sometimes Mondays and sometimes Fridays, Christina and Crystal Day. So there's, there's just all these moments. And it's like, wow, as we're learning the different things, because each of them has chosen the topic. And when Leslie and I were sharing, um, I got a breakthrough, I got a deliverance this week. I was saying, well, the Lord says this and this and that. And she had spent time talking to Dr. Baker. And Dr. Baker had spoken about the cellular memory. And you talked about that on Tuesday as well. And so I was like, yeah, I, I can see that. And I said, it's just like. And then I thought, well, let me find a picture. I'll show you something. Now, God is awesome. Say it. God, God is awesome. awesome. No, tell him. God, you're awesome. You're so awesome. And, and I'm going to tell you this because, you, because you're going you're gonna, to, you know, you said it at the level that you said it now, but you're about to say it on a whole nother level. And if you have to dance, dance. That's it. Do you hear me? Okay. So we're talking about the cellular level thing. Cellular, yeah. And memories. And things are in there. And I said, yeah, I, it's like, let me show you a picture. And I said, I'm going to show you a picture of me from childhood. That, um, and I found the one of myself and my brother. <laughs> we meet up in a little suit and tie. And um, I even had me in those really super duper Shirley Temple curls. I guess it was what we called Easter Sunday. Can show? Huh? I don't have, I have it, but I can't show it. I, I'll send it to you, Nicole, if I can find it. Um, but it was, we were. Um, yeah, he's wearing his little suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to send this to you, Nicole, okay? Um, <laughs> Let me get back to this story. Okay. So, um, okay, here it is. Um, so we're looking at these pictures, and I said, I just want to, I, I want to go ahead and, and, and show you this. And um, I said, I'll, I'll show you this picture. And y'all bear with me for a minute. Just, just uh, praise God and give him thanks, because I, I know I'm distracted. Um, we worship you and we praise you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I think you'll have to I'll get it through the link, but I'm going to send you two. Come on. Hallelujah. So we look it up, and, and, and it just as the conversation with, with you all right now went, that was the same kind of thing that, that happened. Um, I'm going to send two pictures and this is the first one I sent it to the email um, so what happened is that I'm looking at that picture and I said to her I said you know every when I was growing up all of my growing up years they always talked about how we look everybody anybody have a family okay so if you have a family then you're aware of when the family starts to um, 
say things about you and, 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 and basically they give you what they call your identity and um, they let you know that this is what you're like. You're, you're too much of, I was told that I was a dreamer. You know, she's always dreaming, too much dreaming. Um, she's this, that, the other, whatever it was that I happened to be. And the other thing that they always said is, Lindsay, sure is fat. She sure is fat. And they would tell me that, you know, you're fat. And then we had some lolly, not lollipops, but skinny, skinny minis in the family. And I don't think they necessarily appreciated being called skinny mini any more than I appreciated being called fat, but it was grown-ups and it was cousins and then it was schoolmates. So I was showing her the picture of myself. I said, this is the girl that they told was fat. And I said, do you think that that's a fat child? And she looked at her, at her, her meaning me, because we looked at that picture, but I was saying that child. And she says, no. And the funny thing, she goes, funny thing is I looked like that as a child too, and many women did. I was like, man, you put three inches on me and wait till the curves and stuff came out. God had me slamming from the beginning. But I didn't know it. Now, I didn't think I was fat. I had learned to think I was fat. Because the picture that I saw of me didn't fit what I thought it was fat. I'd seen fat, you know, big people, and forgive me if you're offended by fat, but don't be, because sometimes it tastes real good. And the Bible says that the fat belongs to God. So if you don't want your fat and give it to God, he'll bring it up. So do not be offended by fat. Got it? Yeah. You want your wallet to be fat? You want to be satisfied, happy, and fat? Sometimes you're happy with fat, so don't be a hypocrite about fat. Okay. All right. Anyway. So.
you were kind to me. Thank you. Thank you. But it was not something I could, I didn't have, they go, I couldn't get a grip on it. I couldn't put my arms around it. I didn't have a grid for it. All those fancy terms, like, I didn't know what it meant. I knew I wanted it. And I thought, I'm supposed to have it. And God forgive me for being so miserable when I'm supposed to be so joyous. But, you know, you know, do you know God loves you? Yes, I know God loves me. Do you know God loves you? Yes, I know God. I'm like Peter. Yeah, Lord, I love you. Yeah, Lord, I love you. Yeah, Lord, I love you. Right? And it's like, I do love you. I'm very desperate to love you, but I don't really want to talk to you because I'm kind of scared of you because I don't really think you like me as much as everybody says you're supposed to. Wow. So I'm not really going to prosper as much as others. I should just be happy with what you got. I'm happy as a clam that's closed up with no pearls. <laughs> Wait for it. Oh, I hit it. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's how I was. No pearl. Why? Well, if you don't open up so the sand can come in, you ain't gonna form nothing, right? Okay. Which right. one? Oh, the clam will get it. Okay. Yeah, that one will get it. The one, the pearl-free clam will. Yeah, the only way to pot, I guess. Yeah. But um, so. <laughs> but that's that was the misery of my life. I it, it's like it's a good life. I'm not gonna come out of the kingdom. I like being belonging to God. And all this stuff. Now, this is all up until last week. Just a few short days ago. Because you can preach when you're hurting. Because you keep trying to get healed so that, you, so that we're not a hindrance to others. And we, we preach from the good places, not from the bad places. That's right. You understand? Right. So we're not spewing stuff on you. But I couldn't preach about joy. I, mean, I tried. It was not good. You know, Dr. Baker, have the joy of the Lord. Oh, yes, I have the joy. I have the joy. You know, is this it? Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> is that joy? The joy of the Lord. Yes. Do the happy dance. I have that, Lord. In a very small amount. I've got the potential. There's a seed. But I don't care what kind of ground you done planted that sucker in, it ain't sprouted nothing. But I know I've got it because the Bible says I have it. That's right. See, this now that's my operate. I know I have it. I know you don't see it. Because I don't see it. But I have it. It's just in a dormant place. Or it was in an unconscious place. Here it is. Okay. So now go back to those cellular, those cellular memories. Everything in me, even as an adult, you know, okay, we're going to try this diet, we're going to do this. I mean, we don't even want to go into the story of that. We, we, we could buy a building just off the money you spend on programs. <laughs> this one will work. This oh, one will work. Yeah, so I'm calling for the replenishment of all that money. I got a lot of money. I got a lot of money. Thousands of dollars over the years. You compounded by 40-something years. I got a lot of money invested from the days of AIDS candy and on. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you do not. If you don't, it's okay. That was the first thing. My grandmother put me on diet candy. I'm kind of like trying to let her. It, it, if it doesn't come up, it's okay. 
I was trying to, um, you know, she put me on diet candy, and it tasted bad. But then you start acquiring a taste for it, not knowing it has saccharin. So once I knew, did, you know, it was my diet candy, then I'd eat the box, like, and I'd go through a box of it. Like, they're like caramels now. Oh, we get them in the mint flavor and the butter. They came, they came up with all these different flavors. Right, she bought them for me, too. Yeah, but they ate candy. But I ate mine like it was candy, honey. I mean, I was like, oh, this is all right. You know, you guys have your Snickers or Three Musketeers. I don't know about Snickers, but we had Three Musketeers, you know. And I got Ace candy. So you only got that little bar. I got a box. <laughs> so let me just give you a hint. It didn't work. It didn't work. All right. Okay. I'm thinking fat, I'm thinking fat, I'm thinking fat. I show her that picture, I said the cellular memories. The identity that I took on was not mine because God didn't give it to me. And it was as I was looking at those pictures and I said, no, that child's not fat. Even the one with me in these little striped shorts up to the mm, upper thigh. And those, back in my day, it was knee high socks. Mm -hmm. And so there I am, styling and profiling with nappy hair. It was knee-high socks and nappy hair. That was the way we, that we rolled in those days. We combed our hair once a day. And mine was usually jacked up by the afternoon. So we took that picture in the afternoon, there it is, okay? And uh, I was a tomboy, as they said. I, mean, I was an athletic girl. So um, I went through all of that. And I told her, I said, no, he didn't, God never made me fat. I looked at these pictures. God never made me fat. I thought he had. But he didn't. I did that with a lot of help. I learned how to be something that I wasn't. And in the process, my identity changed. So I lived falsely for over 50 years. I lived as somebody else. And it suddenly hit. Wait a minute. You know why God didn't make me fat? Because he loved me. And you don't do that to somebody that you love. He doesn't make you born sick. Somebody else does that. Because you don't put sickness and disease on somebody that you love. He didn't make you to be to grow up in poverty. That was a series of circumstances and things. But he never uh, put you into a place where he's telling you you can never come out of it. That's right, right? Because he loves you. That's right. So receiving hairlines or loss of hair, an inability to make the business deals, and you're thinking it's because God still wants to teach me something. Well, learn this. First and foremost, he loves you. And you see, when that hit me, just two, three days ago now, I guess it was about three days, it was Thursday, Thursday night. And Leslie was gone, and I was, I had, I don't know what I did, but I was in my kitchen putting stuff away, cleaning out the dishwasher and stuff. And all of a sudden, this guy, you never made me fat. Oh, my God, because you love me. I'm free. I'm free from what I used to be. You love me. You love me. I've been singing ever since. Why? Because 
it is the first day in my entire life of ministry that I've ever stood on any platform anywhere free Amen. of the wow. images of death. Yeah. Today is my first holiday. But now, 
joy, his anointing yes. of joy brings breakthrough. Yes. Now let me tell you about your name. <laughs> it's just a little snippet here. I think we'll talk about it Wednesday. Okay, so now this giving. I give and it shall be given to me. Good, good, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Go back to Luke 4. I didn't forget. He will cause these things to happen. This is Luke 6. And I said Luke 4. Go to Luke 6. Forgive me. And it shall be given unto you. Okay. So you give and it shall be given. Um, he says, if you don't judge, then you shall not be judged. If you don't condemn, you shall not be condemned. You say, well, I don't judge people and they still judge me. Oh, you got the pictures? Okay. There we are, Mom. Aw. Yeah. So that's my little brother, Juanito. <laughs> There's Aline. Oh. Do it on the other side. Oh, that's right. Okay, so there's my sister Aline. That's me. There's my brother Juanito. Sister Belinda. Who is that? Is that Manny or you? It's not Grandma. It might be her, but she didn't usually present quite. Well, it ain't me, but then. No, that's not. I don't know who that is. Is that Claudia? It's one of the cousins. It's one of the cousins. Okay. If you're watching and you know who you are, tell me. Okay, cousins? Okay. Or Belinda or whoever. So that's a, <laughs> that is a cousin. No, that wouldn't be her. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> so this is me. That's the fat child. You got the other one? Okay. That's not a fat child. No. No. You? She thought she was. Now, in between that picture being taken and the following year, there were some things that happened to this child. And uh, she was uh, uh, raped and some other stuff. And so the picture's presented differently. Um, whereas in that one, you see me looking straight in the camera. Hello, hi, everybody. After that, it was hard for me. And I would look down and I would you know, look away. And even though we like to smile and stuff, the laughter wasn't there. But I got it now. Oh, is there? Yeah. Yeah. I marvel at, how, it's like looking at a brand new baby. And you marvel at the fingers and the toes and, and just look at their little burp and their little this and everything they do is just, it, even if it's stinky, it's blessed it's because it's this new person. And you're just so thrilled with everything. And that's how I feel about my life. That's how I feel about the God that loves me. I feel like he's the one that's doing that. See, she's got all of her fingers and all of her toes and she gets back all of her hair and this and that and the other. And when I started to speak the releases, because yes, you do. You say, this is what they said, but that's not true. And so in Jesus' name, I cut off from myself every agreement I've ever had with the past, every agreement I ever had with being fat. And I don't say overweight, I said fat. Everything that's connected to that darkness, I take authority over, I yes. cut, I loose myself from the soul ties. And I started to do all of these different things. And, um, and as I did, it changed more and more yes. and more and more. I'm going through a flushing system right now. It's like, are you on a diet? No, I eat whatever I want, but you wanna know what? I don't want to eat anything that would be bad for me. The freedom, I'm not afraid of food. Yes. I'm not afraid to share the story. 
I'm not afraid to stand for the righteousness of God. Amen. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, and I'm no longer body shamed. Oh. <laughs> yes. This is very big. Now, I'm talking about a physical thing, but I'm also talking about what you experience. You see, you yep. take my words and you don't hear what I'm saying about me. You take that and apply towards you. Yeah. Fear of giving. People that are afraid to release. He says give. But see, here's what you don't understand. When he says giving, it shall be given. He is not, and we press down, shaking together, and running over. It's also talking about the expansion of your territory. Your increase in giving increases and moves you towards the business. On this level, you give as an employee. One day, as your giving increases, well, your ceiling, your uh, floor right now, or your ceiling right now, this is my uh, $1,000 is the most offering I've ever given. That's my top bar. But that will, that's a ceiling for you. Only as you give as the, as the level of, of thinking and revelation you have. But then you say, no, God, I want to go past that. Because in order to move in the direction of what I have, I'm increasing. You may increase it by a penny. It does not matter. What matters is that that increase changed your thinking. And here's the other part. When you give, you better create an expectation to receive however God gives it. I give, and what's being given to me? The ideas, the dreams, the visions, the know-how, the next step in building a business because God brought you into this earth not to be an employee, but to be an owner. And that means he gives you the owner's mentality. A business owner does not give at an employee level. Hallelujah. Because they command more. And the owner or the president or the leader of a huge organization does not give at the level of a mere VP or president or owner. They move past that to the degree of a king. When you want to rule and you want to have what you have, you have your aspiration from the day you start with the first dollar is to dream of the day that you give like a king. Hallelujah. And that's all the tidbit I'm gonna give you because our apostle has something to say. You know, one of the things that happened, and I want—I had to speak this because some of you are dealing with the same thing, I'm sure. Is that not only was Lanzine um, raped, but she was threatened. And when you carry fear, okay. When you carry fear, where you can't tell anybody. And you got fear of this and fear of that. She was threatened with the fact that if you tell anybody, if you tell your grandmother, your grandmother's gonna tell your mother, your mother's gonna kill me, and then she's gonna be in prison. So you won't have your mother. You know how violent your mother is. You know that she got them guns. You know she will kill me. And she'll kill th this one too. Because see, she wasn't just raped by her father. She was there with someone else too. So she carried that. But today she's free of that. Amen. And see, the thing of it was is this. When I, <laughs> when I got wind of it, real wind of it, I was saved. I could have found a place that nobody would have known. But that was the world part. You, you know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is God knows how to take those things and put them in asset 
them and throw them in Mare Island or wherever it is you need to throw them so that they can never be found again. So there ain't nothing, huh? Oh, but you were saved. Yeah, 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 I was saying. No, 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 not not back then. Not not no. that, anyway. But what I'm saying is these things that are bothering you, these things, you can change this picture now, Nicole. These things that are bothering you, these things that are going on, God knows how to take those things and destroy them and put them in an asset. And as he said, you can say to this mountain, you can say to this tree, you can say to any of it, be thou removed from me now. And be cast into the sea. Glory to God. Do you understand? Yes. Expect the replenishment of his word. Expect the, expect the replenishment of that. The word blessed does not just mean that. The word blessed means I am filled with God. So I am too filled to be filled with anything else. See? But if he can't trust us with the least important thing, which is mammon, money, if you can't trust him with money, how is there any trust? You can't receive the fullness of the blessing. It is not about, it is not about that. If I don't believe that he loves me to the fullest, if I, uh, if I don't believe that he loves me to the uttermost, then I can't trust him. That's right. Come on. That's it. Okay. I can't trust him. That's right. See? Ah, everybody was eating ice cream. Take that off. I want ice cream. Anyway, take it off. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. Okay. See the difference in the face? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the little serious shorts. I remember those kind of shorts. Everybody had those shorts, right? And the socks, yeah. And everybody was. That's my uncle. That's one of my cousins. Those two cousins. And that's actually my uncle. We're a month apart. I'm older than him. But I looked and I thought, wait a minute. This is the picture that, yes, the things had already happened to me. That's the change that took place. And that's the smile I've carried for over 50 years. I don't have it anymore. Hallelujah. Yes. I just wanted you to see something that I saw. Because I know that when you share the power of testimony, the power oh, of testimony is that it's available to whoever else yes. wants it. That's right. Power of testimony is, a, is that God is not a respectful oh, person. And the thing that you thought that, it, that has kept you thinking that you are always going to be this way, but you know on the inside of you, this is not me. I'm telling you today, the Lord, the spirit of liberty here, look for it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news to the poor, that you don't have to be poor. I just told you, you can give like, you give like a pauper or like a, 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 a person now, but you, you give with the expectation that the day is coming quickly, you will give as a king on the level of a king. In other words, there is no lack. Everything is replenished. It all works for me. I release it in the name of my king. And he, here's the understanding about the replenishment anointing. God pays for everything. Yes. So even if you front the money, expect him to give it back. Because he pays for everything and will not owe you 
the Jerry said, you can't beat God giving. This is why. Because God replenishes everything you give. That's right. Do you understand? So when you give generously and you learn to give fearlessly, how do you give fearlessly? Receive God's love. That's it. And let your image, your identity come to the forefront, not what you've been pretending, that pretender person. And it's not even a great pretender. It's just a pretender, you see? It's like, no, I'm, I'm loved. And I'm saying this, and it's like, okay, Lord, I believe this. Love has you speak suddenly, sharply, quickly, whatever it is, into a scenario, a situation, just letting you know you're not going to have that person. You're not going to do this. Causes us to intercede on another level with his heart, not just our understanding. And so I'm telling you that this is what he, he's anointed us to tell this to the poor. You don't have to stay poor. There is a way of escape for you. And God will teach you that. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Those that, that have felt bereft, those that have felt lost, invisible. But he releases the healing. You know what healing does? Heal, when you receive the healing of God, you also recognize he sees me. Mm. I'm not invisible and he's not oh, indifferent to me. <laughs> to preach deliverance to the captives. That's what we were releasing to you today where you've been held, I was held captive by a false identity, by learning to think of myself the way others did, to see my life the way others did, and I can't, because they didn't give me the vision for my life. They did not create me, they did not create the vision, the plan, or the assignment. And so even when others don't see what I see or what God has said, I fight to see what God has said. That's why we prayed this morning, you will see, or he said, you'll see, I want you to see what I see and hear what I hear. And you'll move away from the snake skin that has encased you for all this time. You can break out of it because God wants you to. So if you're here today and you think, well, I don't know that it would be the will of God. I'm here to tell you that is his will. God's will is for everyone to be free. Jesus said, I preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. These things, it's like, well, I keep speaking to it and nothing happened. Cut the part out that says nothing happens. Right. And change it to, and it's happened. It has happened. It has happened. It has happened. And you keep saying what God has said because you'll see it. And when Hallelujah. you see it, grab it because it's yours. Amen. It has your DNA, your identity all over it. And then he says, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. So the last thing I'm doing today is I'm saying to you, as one who is bruised, but who has recovered. And yes, it took 50 years or more. Why? Because I never asked for it. And you know what's funny? I didn't ask for it now either, but I asked for more of him. And I was willing to hear him. See, it's not a story about me. It's a, I'm telling about something that happened to me but I'm telling you the story of what the blood of Jesus does. Amen. And I'm telling you the story of what the word of God does. Yeah. This is what the story is, and you, this is my story, as they say, and your story. You are a story that you're on the page today where everything changes, where, where these, these prison doors, which were not locked, open, and glass things shatter. 
and everything that has been false about your life that you have hated, you no longer have to hold on to it as though it's the only life you will ever have. Because all you're doing is relinquishing what is not God and letting God move in to show you who he is for you. If you're bruised, release the love of God. If you're sad, release the joy of the Lord. Whatever you are currently experiencing, stand to your feet, please. Whatever you are currently experiencing, Dr. Baker and Minister Dre, would you come up here, please? I want you to understand something. This is our apostle, you know this. And she has, she works to cause all of us to be able to walk in a release and a freedom. Amen. And so we do not discount what she says. I believe that every person here under the sound of my voice loves this woman of God and has received things from her. And I have her standing here and I have this man of God here because he is also experiencing breakthrough. Today is his financial breakthrough day. Amen. Today is his financial breakthrough day. And I'm talking about something shattering in the spirit that has been over him. I'm talking about every demonic assignment that has been against you. That this day, holding this woman's hand and knowing the anointing that is upon her that is also upon me, that this day you receive the fullness of that in your own life. You shed every religious thought and idea that you have ever had, for God has called you to greatness and to great wealth. You commanded, you commanded, he has called you to go into doors of political places, and you won't go in poor, you won't look like the little sorry boy down the street. Everything from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, your body, the, the stresses you have carried in your belly, and everything else is broken off of you, demolished and crushed. This day, in the name of Jesus, you come into the fullness of being George Foster Jr., for you are a force to be reckoned with. Hallelujah. walking around sad. Yes, Not yes. because she's mad at you, <laughs> but because she sees the beauty yes. of you despite the faces that you have made. Oh, I want you to understand that everything I'm saying is with that <laughs> release. Do you understand? Yes. That oh. the prayers this day that have been prayed for you, Hallelujah. the words that have been agreed with God about you, today it manifests. Today. 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 Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. 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 You will wake up, for you, you might be washing dishes, mopping floor, I don't know, but this day, this is yours. Hallelujah. And we release the same to you that yes. are watching online. So I want to thank you, because in 15 minutes or so, these two people will be back. And they All will right. be giving you a dynamic, a, 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 a receive, receive, receive.
Your time for half a clause. <laughs> you know what? You know what I, I, I saw? I saw a flow, and I. Okay. It's on. It's on. You just don't have it on that camera. Um, that's black for back there. <laughs> you know, I saw a flow come through him today, and it was really interesting. Someone had put into my hands a first fruit that was back owed, okay? And so I'm sitting there, and the Lord impressed me to go and get an envelope for Pastor Lonzi's birthday, and then to put the other piece of it into his hands. See? And I was able to release a first fruit. And I believe that this is the first of an increase of flowing for you. Hallelujah. And this was the first day that you had stood here free. Hallelujah. See, this is a first fruit. So if God impresses you to put something in his hand, do it. See, because you'll have another type of first fruit blessings as we begin to celebrate Sukkot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we begin, as we begin to, I mean, Yom Kippur, uh, uh, um, Yom Kippur is today. But as we begin to do this, and this is, as we go into this, this is a time for repentance. This is a time yes. to change the way that we think. This is a time to think like God. See, I'm going to talk about Yom Kippur uh, in the next service because it's very important to you. We don't celebrate it the way that they used to. But there's a celebration that if we get into it, you will see things change in your life. Stay tuned. I'll see you in 15 minutes. Okay. Glory to God. Hallelujah.